It's the Open Season Podcast. It's Monday, July 11th. Ah, oh, man, I can listen to that forever. All right, let's get it going. Man, I can listen to, to Alice in Chains just every day. It's just it's, They're just one of those bands that just... They, they never get old. None of this stuff gets old. Like Wood, the, the song I just played, and I, I found some crappy instrumental that you know I can't use it because of copyright infringement and stuff. But Wood is a song that can come out yesterday and still be extremely, extremely popular. I could just listen to really anything by Alice in Chains. I just love. Uh, wow. What a, uh, what a crazy, wild week. And uh, unfortunately, I'm not able to comment on any of it until today uh, because I do my show on Monday and the uh, the Clinton indictment came down. Well, non-indictment, non, no charges pressed, came down on Tuesday. Uh, I spoke about it, obviously, on Rambles Anonymous and uh, Owen Troyer on Engage Liberty also touched on it. But um, yeah, I wasn't able to touch on it. And then on Thursday, uh, I do Rambles Anonymous and we're talking about the the, the no charges pressed and what was going on with uh, Alton Sterling and uh, Philando Castile. And we, we wrap up the show at like 9.15, 9.30. Uh, I start coming home to, to like a one-hour drive. And as I'm in the car, boom, breaking news. Um, you know, crazy amount of riots going on in Dallas. Um, just all types of madness. And then every time you check your phone or every time there was breaking news, it was... You know, another cop shot, more shots fired, um, lives lost, five cops dead. Just absolute madness. Uh, last week was uh, was something really scary that we all need to to really put into perspective. It, you know, it's it's I don't want to say it's fun, but it's always uh, interesting to try to prove a point on social media, on Twitter and Facebook, to who's right and who's wrong about issues. And you can bring up any type of statistics you want, really, but you know everything. Everything goes away when there's uh, when there's lives lost. You know nothing. Nothing really matters until there's lives lost. Now, I'm going to touch on Hillary Clinton first, but I just want to recap about what went on in Dallas. I mean, let, let's just call Spade Spadia. It's it's very sad when when a life gets lost. Uh, I I don't care about Alton Sterling's uh, rap sheet. I, I think he had two kids. At the end of the day, you got to think about those two kids who are going to grow up without a father. Um. Whether he was right or wrong in the situation, we don't know. Okay, a grainy cell phone video cannot be uh, the be all end all. We are not the Department of Justice. We, we don't know what happened prior. I'm sure there's uh, hopefully security cameras in the area that can give people a little bit of a better understanding. But you cannot make a determination off a grainy cell phone video that you, you can't see the body part in question. You cannot see the right arm. But at the end of the day, let's let's think about the family. Uh, let's think about a guy who probably had a troubled past and it all coming to a head uh, being shot by police. And, and okay, he's major news, and, uh, and maybe that gives some notoriety, notoriety to the family, but it's also very disturbing uh, to have someone you know and love get killed basically on live TV and, and for all to watch. Philando Castile uh, is, is a really different and interesting situation. People are up in arms about Philando Castile, but we don't know anything. We didn't see anything. All we see is a guy shot. We don't know if he reached for a weapon. We don't know if he brandished a weapon. And he can have a concealed carry. That's fine. He can be in an open carry state. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure of the stipulations there. 
But when a cop tells you to, to pull over, the first thing you do, and, and you're talking to a person who doesn't have a concealed carry but knows a lot about the law and, and knows a lot about how things are handled, the first thing you do is you disclose that you have a concealed carry and the cop wants to see your hands. So if he went to reach into his waistband, that's not the smartest thing to do. Not, not in today's time. Now, some of these issues need to be looked at very closely. People are jumping to the conclusion of racism right away, which is utterly ridiculous. No cop in their right mind is going to go out and just shoot black people. There's way too much to lose. There's way too much to lose. You're, you're a, a world star hip hop video waiting to happen. You're a, an MSNBC, um, you know, a newscast waiting to happen if you're on the police force. It's a really sad time because, you know, we, we depend on the police force. We depend on people to grow up and be cops so they can protect and serve. And, and right now, it's just we're, we're waging war against, you know, our, our policemen. Uh, the people are waging war against the police. It's, it's a war with the, the left and the police. And it's also becoming good people and bad people. I mean, think logically. If you have a job and you have a job to do and you have to go in day in and day out with a target on your back... You're going to be a little antsy when you're walking around the street. You're going to be a little antsy every time you pull somebody over. It's not a black versus white thing. It's not being able to know if the person you're pulling over or the person you're approaching is brainwashed. So that's that's definitely coming up later in the program. There's a lot to talk about with the police shootings. Um, it's a perfect deterrent for Hillary Clinton. I can tell you that much. Wow. I mean, it just it gets more and more interesting every day with Hillary Clinton. Uh, the American people just need to be able to, to read between the lines. I've come to a conclusion where nothing is ever going to happen to this woman. It's been so many times that people have tried. People have gotten their hopes up. And nothing, absolutely nothing. All we have to do is just go and, and look at the news on Saturday Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton meet on a private plane. I mean, they're laughing at the American people right in front of our face. They're laughing. How does the attorney general of the United States meet with the husband of somebody who's under an FBI investigation? That's a slap in the face to the American people. That's a slap in the face to all of us saying, you people are dumb. You people are dumb. You're getting your hopes up and we're laughing at you. Nothing is happening to this woman. She is untouchable. She's absolutely untouchable. In, in what other realm, in what other world does the attorney general meet with Bill Clinton while Hillary Clinton is under investigation by the FBI? And then they come out. And what do you think they were going to say? Oh, yeah, we talked about what's going down. Bill knows that Hillary's fine. Nothing's going down. Oh, no, we talked about grandkids and golf grandkids and golf really that's what bill clinton had to wait on the tarmac for right that's what bill clinton had to, had to hold up his flight to speak to loretta lynch around loretta lynch got on that plane and said come on bill you knew nothing was going down and i spoke to Comey. everything's cool uh obama's waiting with air force one tell her to get on the plane with obama everything is cool tell her don't even worry about it yeah yeah they, i know she was probably sweating right ha 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 done but it gets better then the FBI questions Hillary Clinton on Saturday, apparently. And we all thought, holy crap, something, something actually might go down. And then when Comey is testifying about this case, there was no oath, no transcript of the conversation. 
Hillary Clinton had like six lawyers in the room compared to six FBI agents and no transcript. She didn't have to testify under oath. So what was this conversation about? Was this more about grandkids and golf? Come on. It, it, it's a smokescreen for the American people to look at. It, it's a ridiculous notion that we all thought something was going to happen. And hey, I, I'll be the first to say I was one of them. I thought she was finally... And, and even, even the press conference got me. You know, I, I wasn't able to watch it live, but I was, you know, just flipping through Twitter. I didn't have a TV handy, unfortunately. And I'm, I'm reading the tweets and people like, it's going down. It's finally happening. He's saying how dishonest she was. He's saying that there was, uh, there was lies, that she actually did have classified emails. They found classified emails. And then nothing. And then nothing. And it was so hard to, to, to read uh, how Comey felt, James Comey. Because from what you understand, he's a stand-up guy. He, he's the leader of the FBI. You would think he was working on this for months. His, his job is to take corruption out of, out of Washington. His job is to take corruption out of politics. And he has the ultimate corrupt politician. And nothing, nothing is about... I mean, this email scandal went on for months. For months. And we know the facts that government information was compromised. Russia has some of our stuff. Putin has some of our stuff. I mean, China had major hacks. Who knows what China has? So I, I, can't, really, uh, I can't really gauge this. I, I don't know if the FBI, and, and again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it's hard to, to understand if the FBI and DOJ and the Clinton administration are all working together to just prove that she's innocent, that she's really just a good old gal. But I mean, how many, how many things can this woman have against her before we say, okay, we get it. She, she's not a good person. You know, whitewater scandal, looting the White House, the, the numerous rape allegations against Bill Clinton, uh, Vince Foster, Benghazi, email scandal. How many things can this woman really have against her? Before we, as Americans, say, listen, she has to get out of the race. She's absolutely not qualified. Fine. You don't want to put her in jail. You don't want to jail her. She's too big to go to prison. Fine. But you know what? She cannot be president of the United States. This woman will, will drive us into atrocity. But is she innocent? Is it over? Well, all I've been reading online now, and, and of course, Comey didn't rule it out, the Clinton Foundation. Will the Clinton Foundation get investigated? Uh, there's new sources out there, or, or I, want, I don't want to say new sources, but social media sources out there that's saying they're going right after the Clinton Foundation, that there is some, some next-level stuff against the Clinton Foundation. Apparently child trafficking. Apparently money laundering. Allegations of lying on their taxes. I mean, $65 million in donation from foreign countries, and then all of a sudden, all these foreign countries, they're, they're all getting nuke deals. I mean, there is a lot going on with the Clinton Foundation. She has to get brought down for something, right? And most of you know Reddit, and, and, and you read Reddit, and I was just perusing through 4chan, and, and Chris from Ramblers Anonymous loves sending me these stuff uh, about 4chan and what's going on. They are, they are opening up a major investigation to the Clinton Foundation. And we don't know what's going on with the Clinton Foundation. Apparently, um, you know, so I, we all know Joe Soros is linked to all this. But there's major implications 
with money laundering through George Soros and the Koch brothers and Bill Gates. I mean, there are some major allegations over there. An FBI agent uh, didn't ask me anything, and he's saying that they have to be so careful with this Clinton Foundation investigation because there's top to bottom in Washington, D.C., this corruption could lead to a major world war because uh, all these classified emails by Clinton gave out all secrets of all the governments. I, I don't know. It's a total rabbit hole. It's really interesting to see. But, I mean, people on 4chan have opened up like a 200-page document going into the Clinton Foundation. I mean, guys, where there's smoke, there's fire. There has to be something with the Clinton Foundation. I mean, people have done their diligence. Jesse Williams gets up on stage a few weeks ago and, and talks about the B and talks in the BET words. And we're like, uh, at first I was like, who is, who is Jesse Williams? Who is this guy? But then you dig into him a little bit and find out, whoa, he's linked to George Soros. He's on the board of trustees of one of Soros's companies. There is major corruption here by George Soros. George Soros is playing real life Sims with the world or with this country, at least. And eventually what he wants to do is conquer a globalist world. And he wants to make everything one way. He thinks it's for the greater good. How he can think something like this is for the greater good. Even these Black Lives Matter movements, he is always linked to the Black Lives Matter movement. He's funding them. He's funding the riots and the protest. Next week should be interesting. Republican National Convention. Apparently, Black Lives Matter, and you see the guy on Twitter, DeRay, uh, he had leaked tweets that said he was talking to Loretta Lynch about getting twelve to 14,000 people bust in just to, um, you know, totally throw the convention out of whack and, and make them not give Trump the nomination. So Soros is, is literally playing real-life Sims with America. <laughs> oh, it's just wild stuff. Next week is going to be extremely, extremely interesting. Um, I, I want to get back to, to Comey for a, minute, a little bit, James Comey. When I was watching him do the speech or when I was listening to the speech, and then, of course, I DVR'd it and I watched it afterwards, I can't I can't really gauge him. I can't tell if he's pissed off about all this or, or if he just, you know, he didn't want his head on a platter. But then, you, again, you dig a little deeper. He was linked to three other investigations where Hillary Clinton got off, where the Clinton Foundation got off. Not the foundation, but the administration got off. Bill, Hillary, their whole regime, they get off scot-free. Three other investigations. This is supposed to be a man that, you know, he, he's the gold standard of an American. He He's taking the corruption out of everything, or he's supposed to take the corruption out of, out of everything. But yet, three other cases where Clinton got off scot-free. I mean, this email scandal, is it not big enough for him to jail her? I, I don't get it. Government secrets may have gotten compromised. Large government secrets may have gotten compromised. I mean, David Petraeus told his his lover the the you know the woman he was cheating on his wife with government secrets and he got in trouble so how does hillary clinton not get in trouble isn't there perjury charges she should be responsible for i didn't send classified emails at the time and they asked him did she send classified emails about at the time yes and, and it's also amazing like i said you know three other investigations and she's gotten off scot-free how has a person running for president gotten investigated this many times? 
How are we literally looking at this woman and saying, oh, yeah, she could be a viable candidate for president of the United States, where she is constant. I mean, she's gotten investigated more than OJ did for murders. Speaking of that, I mean, OJ got off the first time, so I guess Clinton can get off a couple times, too. But these, you know, these are white, white collar crimes times 100. This is the government. This is the United States of America. Madness. Absolute madness. Now, uh, an argument a lot of people are making is that, um, you know, Comey might be going after something bigger. He might be looking at the bigger picture, which is the Clinton Foundation. From what we understand, the Clinton Foundation, the, the research uh, people have done, and again, it was anonymous uh, FBI, ask me anything on 4chan uh, that talked about how uh, there was child trafficking and how come 180 different businesses were registered to some business address in Great Britain and how there was money laundering and how Bill Clinton was on uh, something called the Lolita Express, which is a known uh, pedophilia airline or uh, charter jet. I mean, major, major investigation. So what, what I'm hoping, because I think she is the most dishonest garbage human being on this earth. I think she's absolutely responsible for the four deaths in Benghazi. I think that she puts a lot of um, ideas in Obama's ear, which is the reason why Black Lives Matter was formed. And I, I don't think Black Lives Matter itself is out there meaning to be violent. But I think the people planted there by George Soros are. I think there's one agenda for George Soros, and that's to create absolute havoc. So I, I don't know if Comey has a bigger picture here where he's going to go after the Clinton Foundation and it has to go down right before the election. Has to go down. Oh, God. You know how awesome it would be like a month before the general or like a week or a day even, like right before they're about to do a debate, Clinton versus Trump, and Hillary Clinton's just getting, getting pulled out of her house in handcuffs. Oh, my God, how I dream about that. That's all I think about is just turning on my TV one day and seeing Hillary Clinton just getting pushed right into a cop car with handcuffs on. It's just a dream. I wish it would happen. Or let's go to the obvious issue. I mean, is Comey afraid to lose his life a la Vince Foster? I mean, mysteriously he was going to testify against her and then he's dead. There's been other cases where people around her just seem to, you know, die so it's really interesting to keep up on i mean every every day every week leading into like the first debate is going to be absolutely nuts nuts and i'm still i'm still sticking by what i said i really don't think there's ever going to be a debate between trump and clinton something major is going to happen i think trump may get the rug pulled from under him at the rnc if these if what we've seen from the leaked twitter messages are true and Black Lives Matter is staging a eight or twelve to fourteen thousand person a riot at the RNC, and if they say it's because of Trump, we absolutely are not letting Trump uh, be the Republican nominee. Holy crap! How how can they do it? How can they let him be the nominee? It, it's absolutely insane. All right, so I want to, uh, I guess I, we have to touch on Donald Trump because of this. Uh, this whole week, I, I think it works in Trump's favor for many reasons. Um, you, you see chaos and mayhem, and you, and you point to one person who can 
who can actually come out and say what the issues are. And that's Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton's going to pander, pander, pander. We all know it. Panda, panda, pander. Not the song Panda, pander. I hate that stupid song. But you know what I mean. She's going to pander to the cause. She's going to pretend like she cares about black lives, which she doesn't. Hillary Clinton's openly uh, used the N-word. It's been noted in books. She, she's, she's, just, she's just a horrible human being. Horrible human being. But I thought, his, uh, I thought Trump's statement on Dallas was just excellent. Okay, it was definitely uh, pre-written, and he might have even got a little bit of help. But I think the ideas of his, he was more neutral on it than any politician. He addressed every party involved. He showed sympathy for every party involved. He didn't. He did everything. Donald Trump did everything a president is supposed to do during these times. Stay neutral. Stay neutral until the DOJ makes their conclusion. That's what Obama should have done. That's what, if Hillary Clinton wanted to be taken seriously and not look like she's pandering, that's what she should have done. Donald Trump did it. And the one Hillary Clinton supporter I know just came out and said, that's bullshit. That Trump wasn't being sincere. I thought that was very sincere. And yes, I am a Trump supporter. It's obvious, but... I thought he he took the correct stance on this. To me, he he's already acting extremely presidential. I think more people are looking towards Donald Trump's comments than they are on president. I, I mean, hey, o Obama, you, you still have like six months left in office. Why don't you try to make some rights? Why don't you try to stimulate the economy a little bit? Why don't you try to bring some jobs back? All these jobs you promised. Work participation's at an all-time low. Why don't you try to do that in the last six months instead of going campaigning with a crooked Hillary Clinton and letting her use Air Force One? So not only is she taking major money from the Koch brothers and George Soros and Saudi Arabia and all these countries that that uh, apparently st she, she sold for women's rights, but they stone and kill women and gays. Not only is she taking donations from them, but we're funding it because we're paying for Air Force One through our tax dollars. How crazy is that? She shouldn't be allowed to use Air Force One until she's in the Oval Office. But it's really great to see Hillary Clinton go through this. I mean, the, the it hasn't lost any steam. Even through all this, even what's going on with Dallas and Alton Sterling and Philando Castillo, even though this is all going on, I don't think the email scandals lost any steam. People are still talking about it. So it's still being talked about on social media. So it's just great. Hillary's battling scandal after scandal after scandal, and more are coming. And now apparently they've reopened the email case. I guess Comey got a lot of pressure after his testimony. But now they're reopening the, uh, the email case, and she's going to have to deal with that again. And all Donald Trump has going on? Uh, who's he picking for VP? And it's, it's two very good choices. It's two... Uh, pe people, a lot of people respect. You have General Michael Flynn or Mike Pence. Apparently, I don't think uh, I don't think he's going to go Newt Gingrich. Uh, socially, not too great. Gingrich had, I think he's on his third wife. Uh, he may have left a woman, a woman because she had cancer. He says, you know, things just weren't working out at the time. But um, uh, socially, I don't think Gingrich would be the right pick. I think Gingrich has a place in his cabinet. And, and if he won, I would love nothing more than to see Loretta Lynch out on her ass and get uh, Chris Christie in there. 
But that you see, that's the thing with Trump. I, I think this is a guy who's not paid for. And I've said this over and over. He's not paid for. There's no lobbyist money. He is going to put together a dream team, a dream team of politicians. And, and some not politicians, some just really small people who know what they're doing. Can you imagine a cabinet of, you know, Michael Flynn or Mike Pence as a VP? You know, Alan West somewhere in there. Governor Christie, Rudy Giuliani. I think he has a spot for Ted Cruz. I don't think Marco Rubio has a spot, but, you know, we might see Marco Rubio again in the future. He might make another run, hopefully, in eight years when Trump gets out. Oh, I would love to see Alan West somewhere in there. You can see Dr. Ben Carson as head of the VA. Just anything is possible with Trump. With Hillary Clinton, all you're going to see is people who donated to her. That do for, oh man, Elizabeth Warren. Nothing would be better than a debate between Elizabeth Warren and Mike Flynn or Mike Pence. Oh, we even forgot about Jeff Sessions. Any of those VP candidates would absolutely crush Elizabeth Warren. I think Hillary knows that too. Uh, I think I think if she picked Elizabeth Warren, it would be equal to what happened in, with John McCain in 2008 when he picked Sarah Palin. Everybody would roll their eyes and say, this dummy. You know what's so funny about Clinton too, I've noticed? All the people that support her have said horrid things about her in the past. And, and it's really the same thing they'll say. She's pandering. She's going to say a lot. And, and Obama said it in a way. She says a lot and does nothing. That's the notion about Hillary Clinton. You know what else I find interesting, too? I'm just thinking of these things as I'm talking because, you know, it's been like half hour. I'm just sitting here talking to myself. I'm on Twitter a lot. A lot, uh, mostly afternoon and nighttime, just perusing, just, you know, while things are going on, like checking the hashtags. Every time Hillary Clinton tweets something, I look at the replies. 95% of them are things bashing her and just tweets about Benghazi <laughs> and the email scandal and how she said horror things and, and hashtag uh, follow the foundation. Where are all her supporters? Where are these people coming from? Do these supporters really exist? I think it's a lot of Twitter bots, and I think it's a lot of skewed um, statistics on the voters. If you go up to 50 women and ask them who they're going to be voting for, and they have no clue, who, who are you, first off, who are they polling? Who is ABC? Who is NBC? Who is CBS polling? Oh, one of the persons that just replies to her and absolutely annihilates her on every single tweet is uh, Tatiana Wright. She's excellent. Excellent. She's a great follow on Twitter, too. T-W-R-I-G-H-T-55. Just completely annihilates Hillary Clinton on every single tweet. I absolutely love it. I love seeing that. But really, 95% of the people bash Hillary Clinton on her own tweets. Those are her followers. Those are people. And every time Trump tweets something, all you see is love. Make America great again. We got you back, Donald. So is this is this election going to get rigged? It's really it's really scary. If the stats are what the stats are, and we know the Clintons are as crooked as can be, is this election really going to get rigged? I mean, how is there even notions 
that she's up. You know, you look at some of these polls, 46 to 42. Where? Where are these people that are voting for her? I want to see them. I've made the argument I have between Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I have close to 2,000, you know, connections through social media. I know one person, one person that is actively voting for Hillary Clinton. And not all my friends are involved in politics. Not, But you know what? Today, a lot of people do. Everyone knows what's going on. I mean, Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton is the talk of the country. So everyone has a, an idea. Everybody, but most of the people I know, I would say, I would say 65 to 70% of people. And of course, you know, that's, that's my constituents. Those are the people that I coincide with, that I talk to. I, it might be more. 75 to 80% probably support Donald Trump. There was 15 or well, you could say 18% that supported Bernie Sanders, and they're either not interested in voting anymore or they're, or they're supporting Trump now because they just can't stomach Hillary Clinton. Again, I know one person who's actively supporting Hillary Clinton. And you know what? I haven't seen him on Facebook much back in Hillary Clinton since, since all these investigations have been going on. Uh, I want to talk about the Joe Walsh tweet. Um, I mean, he got killed for this on Twitter. I, I think Joe Walsh is a is a brilliant, brilliant man. Um, I think his talk show is great. I think he gets to the real meat and potatoes issues in politics. Um, a little on the violent side, you would think. I, I knew what he meant by it, but I, I can see how other people, how other people took his tweet. When you say "watch your back, Obama," "watch your back," uh, you know, left wingers. Real America is coming after you. A lot of people might take that the wrong way. I know what he meant. I, I know what he meant that real Americans were really going to start standing up. And I've always made this argument. The right hasn't rioted yet. Y- you haven't seen the right get angry. And you could joke around, but it is kind of true. We're kind of busy. We're at work. We don't really have time to stay out all night and riot. We have to you know, be up at the crack of dawn getting to work. You don't want the right to, to riot. You don't want that to happen. If we start rioting back, that's going to be a real problem. But honestly, I've tried my best on on social media just to push unity. Um, I, I think this is a, is, a, is a much larger issue than politics. I think people are, are truly getting brainwashed. I think this country is truly uh, slowly moving towards a civil war. And I think it's because we're brainwashed by the media. I think paid protesters are at these rallies creating all sorts of violence and we're looking at it and we're getting angry. There's got to be some give and take here. We, we, we can't just, we, we can't react to these riots because they're all paid protesters. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. But I, I think these, I think these police issues truly happen. I don't think that's like uh, a lot of people think it thought it was a smoke screen uh, for Hillary Clinton so that people would take their eyes off the Clinton investigation, move to this. These are real issues that happen. I think uh, you know the media pushes it to, to maybe get some of the eyes off Hillary Clinton. But I want to talk about that for a minute, actually, th- these police shootings. Imagine being a cop today when you know that you constantly have a target on your back. How can you be calm walking up to a car and pulling someone over? How can you be comfortable at all that it's not a setup, that somebody's taillight is just out because they want you to come to the car so they can shoot you in the face? From what I see, at uh, uh, all these police incidents that happen, 
all these police incidents are something small that turns into major worldwide news. And only one thing, one thing could have stopped it all, and that's complying with the law. All they have to do is comply with the law. Everybody carries a cell phone now. So if we start looking at some of these cases where Michael Brown, Eric Gardner, Philando Castile, Alton Sterling, if they just comply with the law and the cops find nothing, then you have a legitimate gripe against what's going on. Then you have a legitimate conversation about racism. But not when you're tussling with cops, not when you're fighting with cops, not when the, the cops have marks them, not when you have a gun on you and we can't see what your arm is doing. Now, in a two-on-one situation like Alton Sterling, you would hope that both cops are able to restrain his arm so that he can't get his gun and then he just gets thrown and then we, then we take it from there. Then Alton Sterling, you can take it to court. But you could have took it to court if you just restrained, put your hands behind your back. If you complied with the law, you'd be alive today. So that, that needs to be, again, there needs to be some give and take. There needs to be give and take. You can't look at every case the same and say it's because of racism. You cannot do that. And in some of these murders where it's just blatant uh, cop mistakes, and, and I, I, I got to be honest, there hasn't been many. The DOJ d did a very thorough investigation on Michael Brown. Okay, the truth is what the truth Hands up, don't shoot, never happened. Okay, we, we, we've seen all the cases here. If they just complied with the law, they would be alive today. We can't turn every case into racism. All right, well, I'm going to log off for today. Um, Republican National Convention is next week. That's going to be every, absolutely crazy. Uh, Rambo's Anonymous this week. Not sure what day. Engage Liberty was on today. I believe he's on on Thursday at 8 p.m. So tune into Engage Liberty. Uh, we are the pipeline network.com. Thanks for tuning in.